You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Welcome family, friends, fans, and foes. It's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling. I am your host, comedian Casey Corbin, and thank you for joining me on the show today. Very excited to be here. If you haven't already hit us up on the social medias, remember to go there. Remember to hit us up on the Twitter at TNWPod or at Talking Wrestling Podcast on Instagram, or even send us a Gmail at Talking Wrestling Podcast, Talking Wrestling at Gmail. No podcast on there. Sorry about that. Uh, folks, remember also, if you want a 19 19- 80s postcard with a vintage wrestler pre-WWE. Remember to send us a five-star rating and a review. We will send you out that postcard. We will get a hold of you. You will we'll tell you what wrestlers are available or you give us five wrestlers, we'll get you one of them. The Ricky Steamboat postcard that is signed will be announced next week on next week's episode. So uh, if you sent in a review so far, all reviews qualify for the Ricky Steamboat one and of course you get extra ballots if you re- reviewed the Ricky Steamboat episode with that said next week we'll be announcing the winner of the ricky steamboat postcard which is wicked i thought many times i should just keep this for myself but i'm not folks uh we're gonna get right into the episode today because uh we don't really review a lot of things but uh last night was raw 25 and i've got some other guys from another wrestling podcast here called the wrestling review and uh very very funny comedians that spend their time doing comedy here in canada and over in england I'm excited to have him today. Uh, with me in studio at Never Sleeps Network is Dylan Gott and John Hastings. Welcome to the show, guys. How are you doing? Thank you. Good. Hello. Here. I'm Dylan. I'm John. It's The Wrestler Review, God Damn It, Casey. Oh, Fuck. that's a long title. The Wrestler Review, <laughs> God Damn It, Casey. Now, where can we find that? iTunes. iTunes. At uh, your mom's Stitcher. house. Fucking your mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's what kind of humor they bring on their show. Yeah. And they're, they're taking over into the Never Sleeps Network today. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're like the NWO, but when they came back in the early 2000s. Yeah, yeah we're, we're both drunk Scott Hall. Yeah, I'm, uh, oh, I thought, well, that's like the NWO last night. Man. Oh. <laughs> Did he not look like he was a little he weebly when he came sure. out? I don't think he was drunk. I think he's just, X-Pac looked. Fucked. Okay, yeah. yes. can we go? Okay, we're going to go through Route 25. Let's not, you know. Let's not jump the gun. You don't the show. Yeah, but I'm just I'm just saying like if if this if this episode's like sex, we're starting with the fucking John standing head, up right now. Yeah. The, I'm also not wearing John a shirt. Standing up, he's not wearing a shirt. <laughs> now, now we are I'm hard. I'm we hard. are we are reviewing Raw 25. I've taken two Perfect. Seattle's but tablets. but I'm um John. I have a request. Yo. Can we start the show off with your story of uh, when you ran into an NWO member in your audience in LA when you were doing a show? Oh yeah. Would you mind sharing sure. that with us? I was in uh, the comedy store in LA at the Belly Room. It's upstairs. It's upstairs, and it's cool now because Dave Chappelle just did a special there. Yeah, in that very same room, something far better than Dave Chappelle reading from a book and not rehearsing material, I heard. (laughs) And that was me. I was doing a spot. And one, the worm, Dennis Rodman, was in the crowd, drunk as... X-Pac at Raw 25. Was he napping on the ropes like he was in his pay-per-view? He's, you know, he was he, he was far more stimulated. Now, here's the thing that bothers me about a lot of comedians, but people in general, where they were like, well, that man's a celebrity. We'll just take it from him. People were like, oh, man, I love you. That's really good. And I'm sitting there being like, it's not fucking Pippin, man. It's fucking Jordan. It's not fucking Jordan. It's Rodman. Light this turkey up. And then he was just saying crazy things. And then I just yelled at him. So he was heckling. Him. Like, what was one of... What one of his heckles uh one of the uh, one of the other guys was a mexican lady and he was like yeah mexico that's good heckle though (laughs) (laughs) you can't really uh you can't really just the thing to keep in mind is like he was he was drunk and also knows he's dennis rodman so he hasn't had a lot of no in his life yeah i mean he might be the reason there is not a nuclear war right now or he's pretty sure he is the reason 
Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that insane? I've yeah. had a personal interaction. He two-sweeted uh, Kim Jong-un and it's just all fine. Yeah. He's still wearing that weird, like that weird paper mache hat he wore briefly when he walked down the aisle at Uncensored in 1997. <laughs> Look at if there's anybody that's going to bring priests to the harmony of the universe, it's obviously going to be Dennis Rodman. He's on Celebrity Apprentice, yeah. and he is friends with North Korea. Yeah, he's <laughs> the, the whole man. country. If anyone can bring Cheeto and Rocket Man together. It's the powers of the NWO yeah, just leading them. Yeah. Uh, in his divorce from Carmen Electra, she walked in on him having a threesome, and she and she said, what are you doing? And he went, what are you talking about? While still thrusting. <laughs> Madonna even dated him, uh, but rumor was uh, she got, uh, he got her on the rebound. <laughs> he was a great rebounder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't no, yeah. She tried. She was going out of bounds, and he threw her back in. Oh, wait, because rebound has more than one meaning, both in the basketball terms and in the relationship terms. I think so. I don't know. Somebody, <laughs> somebody no, gave no, me no. that joke. You guys are both. You guys. He's are just both. being handed. Uh, Casey's being handed cards, and he's saying them, and now he's spitting at the person who hands the cards. <laughs> why are you this writing, a very violent podcast? Why are you guys writing down hashtag uh, men's rights, hashtag me too, hashtag me poo? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of though, all right. So wait, wait. So what happened with okay, Dennis so Rodman? What happened? So I go on stage and I decide I'm going to yell at Dennis Rodman about his wrestling <clears throat> career because no one's brought that up. I start to go into a joke. He chirps up hard. I yell at him about getting knocked over in a porta potty with the Macho Man Randy Savage, and he kind of reacts in like a nice way. And then I said something else I don't really remember. It was all a blur because I'm like, I don't know if we're allowed to yell at the celebrities here in Los Angeles. Also, Dennis Rodman is, for being a drunk cokehead, still Dennis Rodman, and will break me in yeah, two. Former athlete, yeah, former yeah. high level athlete. Yeah. So Dennis Rodman decides he's getting on stage. Gets on stage and grabs me by the back of the neck. What? Yeah. If oh you listen God. to the video, he goes, why are you shaking? And that's because he was holding me like a puppy <laughs> next to me. And he went, can I say something? Can I say something? Can I say something? And his way of trying to get like back at me for calling him a fucking loser was, I'm famous. And then the fucking dum-dum handed me the microphone and I said, you used to be famous. Yeah. And then he, he for a second, looked really sad. And I was like, if he's going to punch me in the face, it's going to happen right now. That said... Baby's getting famous off of this. If he does. <laughs> and he, he totally just tried to get Dennis Rodman to punch you in the face. A hundred percent. Oh, that's so funny. He eventually sat down and I left. And then the two prostitutes he was with got into a full on fist fight and fell down a flight of stairs. <laughs> and then minutes later, he just walked out and meandered into the streets. And, and no, no one knows where he went. And then I later was doing a TV program with Jeff Ross. I'll get a uh, dustpan to pick up all the names I'm dropping here. That's all right. We love dropping names. And uh, Jeff Ross, I was like, oh, this happened at that show that he goes to all the time. And he was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Dennis is... Um Dennis is Dennis. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what that means, man, but either you're really high right now or like you've seen Dennis Rodman just kill a man. <laughs> that's uh, crazy. Yeah, so that's what happened. It was pretty nuts. And you can check it out on YouTube. YouTube.com backslash. You animated it. John Hastings comedy. Yeah, it was animated by Steve Patrick Adams because I had my phone going uh, the entire time. So I had yeah. an audio recording. And you had an audio recording of it. Audio recording fantastic. of it. I wish I had video of it because the video really made it. It also made me a bunch of wrestling fans because, of course, the, a few comedians in the back, I ran into it another show and they were like, man, your stats were accurate when you were going after Rodman. <laughs> that's great. And that's what Rodman was most impressed with is this guy knows the stats. I guarantee. I don't care about basketball. He knows how many matches I was competed on. Yeah, I know. He, well, re he remembers my lackluster second run in the WCW where <laughs> I got put into a porta potty from a most steroided man and was considered an embarrassment even though Macho Man was embroiled in an angle where he beat up his girlfriend. Oh, yeah. And because it's the South in the 90s, still a good guy. Everyone was fine. Everyone oh, was totally fine. Terrible. No Me Too back then. No, None of that. We watched, because for our stuff, we had to do, uh, we did Miss Elizabeth. And we were just watching uh, last week and we just watched a bunch of WCW 2000. Now, what's like, your favorite man. Liz? Do you like like Macho Liz, or do you like Luger Liz, or do you like no? I mean Cougar Liz. I, Luger Liz is dead. <laughs> um, Cougar Liz, or do you like Macho Liz? Most attractive or best at like wrestling? No, no. Like who's like which one do you like visually? Oh, okay. Or who, yeah, who fills your dick, baby? Who, who fills who fills the hog? They're <laughs> yeah. all they're all hog fillers. That's not She's true. A beautiful woman. Hog wild. Mi which one makes you go hog wild? <laughs> which one makes you get a tattoo like Tony Schiavone did? And NWO Liz because that 100%. is Cougar Liz. Actually, was going through this at the time. That is, uh, I'm divorced, but I still got it, Liz. She still yeah. got it. She's like um, 37. She doesn't. She looks the same. Let's get into the raw review now. Uh, I miss. <laughs> I miss the, Dylan. If you could tell us uh, how the raw review started, I missed the start of the raw review. Really? Yeah, I flipped over to Nitro. 
Um, and it turns <laughs> out I couldn't nice find world. it. I yeah, was just yeah. flipping. I'm like, where is it? TNT. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, I did the same thing. I put on a Saturday night from 1995. <laughs> Those are good. Yeah. I really wanted to see a Loch Ness match. <laughs> we saw the Yeti the yeah. other day. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah. So, so here's what happens. Uh, McMahon family comes out and, uh, Vince, basically Shane and, uh, Stephanie had a plaque. They go fund it. They go it on a GoFundMe. Sucked. They had. A, they said we have a GoFundMe and we got you a plaque, Dad. And uh, that part was like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Aren't we funny? No, the St- Shane and Stephanie are good, but like next to Vince, they are terrible. They'll make no, a statue uh, for everybody else at the drop of a dime now. Wrong. But they will only <laughs> so, give Vince a plaque. Well, like that's to- what happens. Vince comes out and he's like, a plaque. Okay, can I this take it fun. back? Okay. Stephanie is not good. Stephanie is a Stephanie's terrible great. fucking television performer. What? She is annoying. You don't she watch does- the TV? How would you know? I fucking watched it yesterday. I was sat next to you on a sofa, you bag of shit. Because you don't. Oh, I'm not embroiled in her regularly. Neither do you. Yes, I do. Oh, really? All the time, actually. This is like bickering brothers now. Yeah. No, but Stephanie's great regularly, but when she's next to Vince, Shane's great too, but when he's next to Shane, Vince, Shane is Shane is great and interesting. I find Steph grating, irritating, and they're doing this thing that is rampant throughout wrestling, which is this weird thing of like, when I'm on a TV show like The Tonight Show, I'm a nice mom, but when I'm on Raw, I'm supposed yeah. to be a bitch. Yeah, it's yeah. like, no, fuck you. Can you please just live into the myth of it? Be a bitch on The Tonight Show and don't do those things. Let Shane do those things. Oh, no, you won't do that because you still want to raise money for charity. You dumbass. Also, your facelift makes you look like you're very confused. (laughs) But that's the thing, right? That's the whole thing about wrestling uh, always has been is that when Stone Cold Steve Austin goes on a show, he's not appearing as Steve Williams. He's appearing as Stone Cold Steve Austin. So it's like, where is the line there? You know, I don't think he's Steve Williams anywhere. He's always Steve Austin. No, now he's Steve Austin because he legally changed his name because he's nuts. Because everybody's like, you're not Dr. Death. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so badly. And you know, he does live in Texas, so I'm sure they're like, Steve Williams, huh? What happened at the brawl for all? God damn it, son. I, I gotta play those gamer kill bills, son. <laughs> so yeah, they came out and uh, and then Vince basically went from, they were cheering him so much. Yeah. And Vince got them to start booing him immediately. And the crowd, as like I felt really bad how. for the crowd because the crowd was so good because they were like, they cheered Vince. And as soon as Vince was like, he said something about Brooklyn. Brooklyn. He, he said, said like, Brooklyn, Brooklyn smell. People in Brooklyn smell. Yeah, yeah, he's like, he's like a plaque. That's for a loser. Like losers from Brooklyn. I'm Vince McMahon. I built this whole thing. I don't need a goddamn plaque. And then they start booing him because plaque like, is what you all have on your teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good stuff. Plaque is what you have in your arteries. And then Austin comes out and uh, he's staring at Vince, and everyone knows what's going to happen. So Vince starts begging off, being like, "I'm gonna." I was, nasty. I was wondering, is Vince going to take a stunner at his age? Like, I was wondering if he was going to take it. He took a fucking headbutt cor- like four months ago. Of course, he's taking. I, you stunner. knew he was taking the stunner, but I love how he's throwing Shane under the bus. So it was great. Oh, Shane, man, Shane's so in his prime. Shane. <laughs> he just jumped off a goddamn cell. He just, he's so bouncing funny. all around. He jumped off a helicopter last week. Um, <laughs> when I was watching this segment, I went into Raw 25 being like, they need to capture all of the viewers that are tuning into this that they have lost, which is why the ratings are spiraling. God damn it. Someone play Real American and get me Hulk Hogan. Like, this is my prevailing criticism of the entire show is nothing about it made a looky loo viewer want to tune in next week. And Everyone watching that would be like, okay, we know Stone Cold's coming out. You've advertised him. This segment would have been a perfect time of Stone Cold walks out and Stone Cold's like, well, let me tell you something. I'm not going to Stone Cold, but first, you guys are someone's wife and this man's going to fuck you, ladies and gentlemen, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> and then Hulk Hogan comes out. That was the big issue I had with this segment is it wasn't a surprise. The entire show could be described as, remember when we did this during the thousandth episode of Raw? We're doing it again. Only needlessly, Baron Corbin's involved. Well, that's the problem with Yeesh. the whole thing it seems like is they're running they don't have the mid card anymore so it's like a dude they like do have the, the million mid-card. dollar man. well in the attitude era everybody was over exactly they don't the have entire card uh, like if you bring back mv like they brought back mvp last night the equivalent to mvp in the attitude era was like what the new age outlaws like that's how he was positioned he was a fucking frequent you know like united states champion he was he even went into the main event a couple times and then you bring a guy like that back and what does he do he plays poker and oh, he's not really recognized they didn't you know even I mean? say who it was they had to say who it was at yeah, one point exactly and but, it's like yeah and then that poker segment was like half the goddamn show i, I don't know if we want to get into are we doing here. segment by segment break can we'll I just, just, can we'll I kind just of take, run through segments. I just want to okay, take, cool. just take Dylan up on a point that he made because he made himself sound like a blithering fucking idiot. What? Is 
Especially both of you are blithering fucking idiots. The issue why... <laughs> the issue why the mid... They do have a very solid mid card. They John's have, now taking his pants off. They, and underwear. <laughs> you gotta look at my dick when I make a good point. They do have a solid mid card. They're not positioning anyone and giving them anything to do. It's like their entire writing staff that they're paying 13 people have not heard of a whiteboard or a spreadsheet of going, here's what we're doing for the next three months. These two are going to be in a program. We're going to build it. We're going to pay it off. Maybe build to a title. Maybe build to a specialty match. Look at how Ring of Honor and New Japan have built themselves up from these very small companies, especially New Japan going into America. It's the ideas of look at how wrestling was built 30 years ago. Your fan base doesn't know those tricks. Use them. Raw 25 was a great opportunity to do that, but they refused to do it. They would just, it was basically watching Saturday Night Live, but with amateur actors. So I totally see what you're saying that everyone was over in the attitude era because everyone had a role, a job. You knew they would do something quickly. But like The Godfather with the hose, that was 45 seconds of like you'd laugh and then he would do a, like a hard hitting, interesting match. Now the host segment would be 15 minutes and then he would leave while Elias played a song. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they draw everything out. The second segment was uh, the girls, Oxa, uh, Oscar, Sasha oh, Banks, yeah. Bailey, Mickey James, you know, on a four-way versus uh, Nia Jax, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, and Alicia Fox. I want you to know, while I was watching it, I didn't say anything, but a lot of the men I was watching with found that Bailey's put on weight, and I found that kind of talk offensive and rude. That was true. Yeah. I, my roommate called her a Santa. <laughs> <laughs> I know who your roommate is, and he's a great man. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so that was commented on. Um, <laughs> Her body but, was but at least changed. at least they yeah. pushed short. Sure. Yeah, we are wrestling fans. At we least still get to stay in the tribe. Me too. I also find her fat and gross. <laughs> yeah, but there's nothing wrong with that. I still think she's Bailey. I would still hug her. Um, and uh, and and you know this at least this match at least pushed forward the rumble of the way it's going to look. Mm. Ox Oscar uh, is, is looks undefeatable. You know, there's yeah. 19 of these girls. All these girls are in the rumble. 19 girls are in the rumble. But, you know, Trish Stratus comes out later in the episode and looks better than every woman diva that they have right now. Because Trish Stratus lives in Toronto. Yes. Have you ever seen her in person? Yes. It is shocking. Like, you get... It's like you're 11 again. You're like, what? Well, uh, <laughs> I I have a... Uh, um, I'll just go. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's... A, uh, the, the whole thing about that is, like, uh, for ba the Bailey part, I, I want to say, is basically they... They had Bailey come in. She was super over, and then they didn't want her to use her in that role. Is the best way to put it. Yeah. So of course she's depressed. Like she's got, she's gonna lose on Mondays no matter what she does with her body. Yeah. So why not just have a couple uh, burgers? I I. And you see that with so many wrestlers where it's like they get fat and it's like, oh, that guy got fat. Like of course because his career's not going the way he wants. Yeah. To. Do you know like, how you hard know it is to keep in shape on the road? Like we are oh, road comics. Yeah. When I started doing comedy, I was fit as can be. Not. Um, yeah, there's a reference. I remember upper dick muscle Corbin. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, oh my God, it's staring right at me. Yeah, you had his a, headshot was not up the head, on his face. It was just in his crotch V. It was his dick. I've never seen someone book more corporates. They were just like, <laughs> we don't want him to do jokes. We just want to see him wear a high t-shirt. It's because I wore a bow tie on my crotch. And yeah. I booked me all those corporates. Yeah. Does so, his dick do catering? Yeah, oh, it does. <laughs> so we skipped the next match. So the match, the ladies, that was very quickly done. And then um, the long-anticipated await of the Raw 25 announcement, The Undertaker finally returned to Raw. Did he? Can we just, uh, obviously, he had a different outfit because his last one was left in the ring. Yes. Um, so he came out, and uh, there we, was no lights. There was no lighting going out. There was no lightning. There was nothing Undertaker-ish, except he just walked out and looked like, I can't breathe in this girdle and I hope nobody notices my wig. Yeah. And is and, and he delivered yeah, man, the wig was weird. He delivered probably the weirdest promo I've ever heard the under and I don't know what the fuck he was talking about. Anything. I watched it out of context because I had to go do a set during this segment. But I will say this. They don't know if he's cleared to wrestle. So they are just hedging their bets and trying anything. Mm -hmm. He's one of the last people they have over who could possibly get in the ring. So they're going for it. But embarrassing. Just fucking retire. Hey, multi-millionaire redhead. Just go date your vegan wife and have a nice <laughs> life and stop bothering people. Like, well, I think it goes both ways. I'm, I'm pretty sure they could stop bothering him. 
Yeah, true. You know, I'm like, they're the one that make to put the wig back on and make some dress to get in this outfit. Have, but I honestly thought what they were going to do is he was going to come out as the American bag, badass and he was going to retire as himself. He really? I thought that would have been great if they would have him in Barclays come down, I'm bad. Not, not the Eric Bischoff song, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he <laughs> just Bischoff. comes out in the, as, uh, you know, one of the, like, as the American badass. That would have been fantastic. I guarantee if they'd done that. Another reason the, to bring in Kid Rock. In, oh, if Yo. they had had Kid Rock walk out in the Manhattan Center, just <laughs> bang. <laughs> Boom, 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 the burn. corpse of Josie. That's sick. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the corpse of Josie against Hornswoggle. Just wearing the skeleton to put the skeleton in the Hall of Fame. Because <laughs> uh, the rumor is Kid Rock's going in the Hall of Fame. Of course he is. Do you understand? So that means Kid Rock is at WrestleMania. How many more years do I have to wait for Flo Rida to be in the Hall of Fame? Two it's more years. probably two more years, yeah. Legit, because he's done more. Sneaky, he's done like every WrestleMania halftime show for the last like Vince four years. Vince loves Flo Rida. Vince thinks Flo Rida probably thinks he's oh, MVP. Did you and guys then, not uh, read? Yeah, no, I was going to say I was reading in the Wrestler Observer. Vince thinks that Stevie Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't they do a tag match? Okay, call your brother. <laughs> Flo Rida. You're, you keep saying brother. Oh, my God. But he came Booker out. Went, no, no pyro. Sorry. He came yeah. out. No pyro. And then exactly. Super vague promo by The Undertaker. Um, a wig. Like, it's just not a good look, man. But for, and he's in good shape. Like, it what shave your head. He's talking about killing Kane. Meanwhile, Kane's in the main event at the other building tonight. And also, why the hell? And the Manhattan Center thing is like, those people are I mean, we'll angry. get into it more, but they're so angry. And, they, and right, just five. They so. paid, what, a hundred American dollars. Dude, more than that, I think. To watch The Undertaker. Well, you saw who was there, right? Mark from Comedy Bar was there. Mark was from in the Manhattan Center. Yeah, yeah, he was in the Manhattan. They showed him on camera, and I said, "Oh my God, there's Mark!" And Jeff gave me this look, like, you know. And and then I (laughs) he was, and then and then last night, I'm going through before I went to bed, I'm going through Instagrams, and Nug took a screenshot. Of course, you know Nug from uh, previous episodes, people. He took a screenshot of Mark from Comedy Bar there and said nothing like watching Raw 25 and seeing your buddy in the audience at the Manhattan Center. And I was like, so. And then I woke up this morning. I was like, he was at the Manhattan Center. Fuck you. Did you spit on him? Yeah. No, I didn't spit on Jeff. I'll he's very, he's very, guy. he's very sensitive in the morning. Oh, he's very sensitive yeah. man. Did but you I'll spit did on? Did you him. show him your perineum just to know that to let him know that you're the alpha and he's the beta? That means oh, yeah. taint. Yeah, yeah. But I use medical terms. I'm a doctor. I didn't know perineum was called that for a long time. I just thought uh, a perineum was like there's a pair and he needs him to pay his rent. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's what I thought. You that, show man. him a pair and say you need this. <laughs> you need fruit. You're fat. Homophobic. Body shape. I don't for Jeff. That. Um, so what do you what do you think about that Undertaker segment? Is that bad? It was bad. bad. Yeah, but I mean, they, their hands were tied. You got to have Undertaker on the show. Incorrect. Uh, they got to have something for no, the Manhattan you're... Center crowd. Oh, I didn't realize that you were an idiot. You didn't need the Undertaker. Why? Or don't give him a microphone or give him a direction. Or do, instead of having Stone Cold stunner everybody. Have hit the Undertaker stunner everybody? Have the bomb. Ooh, he comes out, chokeslams Vince McMahon, grabs the microphone and goes, rest in peace. Like, do I would have enjoyed like, that yeah, more than something his like rambling that. speech. Like literally, lights go they out. They had to give them a Manhattan set or something. Then have Stone Cold go out there, beer bash. Because Stone Cold can stunner anyone. But the yeah. thing let's was, go full Attitude Era. Get Kelly Kelly in the ring at the Manhattan Center. Break the glass. Stone Cold stunner, stunners her. Points her. Goes your Deborah. Fist in every ring. Their attitude. <laughs> they would have burned the building. To the the Attitude Era moment. was not in full effect though last night, as you'll know. Notice uh, yeah. later on when DX comes out, not one suck it was thrown at all. Didn't yeah. even say it on the. They t-shirts. didn't even say suck it on the T-shirts. Two words for you, there Rock was no. Yeah. There we got two words for you, and then they're like cut to commercial. Next match was actually I enjoyed. The Miz finally defeated Roman Reigns to become the new Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, it was a good match. It was a good match. Uh, I was very happy with the finish. I love. I was like, "Where'd the turnbuckle go?" I love that. Like when he great. hit the turnbuckle, I noticed there was no turnbuckle. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's just great. They showed the Miz how crafty he was, and the, using the Miz Taraj, it, uh, which I, oh, I love the Miz Taraj. You know, hey, it gives Kurt Henning's kid something to do because his dad was in the first Raw. Now he gets to be in Raw twenty five. That's very cool to me. And I loved the match. And I thought I thought the Miz deserved. Like, like Roman does not need the IC strap. 
especially going into the Royal Rumble, which he's going to win to go on to WrestleMania he's not anyway. Going to win the Royal Rumble. Yes, he is. The plan is apparently the plan is still Reigns Lesnar for oh, the ninth year in a row. I can't wait for the worst buy rate in the history of wrestling. No one cares. No one cares. There's no Everyone, more buy rates. You, it's just no, yeah, no more buy rates. The, okay. Yeah. But you understand if you look at the business model of the WWE, they are completely and totally reliant on the money they get from the USA Network to continue. So yeah. either Vince McMahon is angling to sell the company, or he is so out of touch that he thinks that that money is going to continue forever. Their ratings are steadily dropping. If it continues on this level, they'll be on par with the other content in the USA Network, and the USA Network will go. You know what? They are live. Eat though. our dicks. They are live. This this is the thing that wrestling has over a lot is that they are half of a sport. So they get half of the sport ad rates. And that's that, baby. They don't get ad rates anymore. They're only a license fee from the USA Network. They lost ad rates when they went to TNA and then came back. That was the big thing. That was TNN. They, TNN, pardon me. They didn't go to TNA, idiot. You have a big fucking head. You have yeah, a big filled fucking with brains. Yeah, yeah. Like WWE's like Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. He is a strong Christian You're a value. Drunk. <laughs> like You're I a drunk, drunk and you hit your wife. I want to say Jeff Jarrett. And you're, and you're I am not taco. married to her. You're throwing, tor- <laughs> you're throwing tortillas at people as you come to the ring. <laughs> That's the best thing about TNA, though. Jeff Jarrett bought it again. Oh, it's been a week. He's drunk and he left. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's not even a drunk. It's like weird stuff. He's like he keeps trying. He keeps looking for wives to steal. <laughs> um, no, but like that, that, they pay better rights fees than most other things because. But that's because they up to date on wrestling. You have to watch it live. But because it is predicated on the amount of viewers they're getting, they're getting less and less viewers every week. So one of the big issues is they'll make it on this contract, but they won't make it on the next contract, and then they are royally fucked. Well, when's the next contract up? Like seven months or something. The next contract's up, like, like right now. They're Pretty negotiating soon. it, and it'll be announced very, very soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's up in two more years. But if it keeps going on that down, they need to actually do something. I'm someone that likes wrestling to be on television. There is a possibility in two years it will not be on television. I'm just, I'm just telling you, they, they think the Roman Reigns is going to win the Royal Rumble. And everyone's going to boo, and they're not going to change anything. because they It don't doesn't even- matter, because the next day... Everybody's going to be talking about Ronda Rousey winning the Rumble exactly. and going on to WrestleMania to face Charlotte. That might not That's even close what, the show. Ro- Roman Reigns might win the Men's Royal Rumble right at like the top. eight o'clock. Yeah, and it's then, a very good point. They might close it. Yeah, they might close because I do Rousey's believe Ronda Rousey is going to win. No matter who wins the Men's Royal Rumble, no one will be a bigger story than Ronda Rousey winning the Women's Royal Rumble. Yeah, unless do she doesn't. Unless now, okay, now we're we're jumping into the Royal Rumble. Do you think she's winning? The Royal I think Rumble? she's going to win the Rumble. She comes in thirty. She's coming in thirty. Out. We're hearing Joan Jett at thirty. She's coming in, booting yeah. out the monster lady, whatever the fuck her name is. Nia Jax. Nia Jax will no, probably no, the, be out of that. The, the Japanese wrestler with the fake face. Oscar. Oscar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That'll be interesting. Because that's the thing is, the only way you're going to put over Ronda Rousey is Oscar's alone in the ring. Ronda Rousey walks out, like, just, you know. That's true. Does to Oscar that's, what that's Holly Holm did to Ronda. Boot her out of the ring and just stands there. What well, then you completely neuter. You completely neuter Ronda. And I think that, like, the thing about they have uh, that you can divide the genders away this way. It sounds weird. But, like, they don't have the same attachment to characters with women that they do with male characters. Like, you look at, like, the plight of, like, is the next segment uh, Woken Matt Hardy against Bray Wyatt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, I don't know. It doesn't the listed. It doesn't have all the little spiels in between. Like, I, I don't I don't remember all the segments. Dude, that, all right. Well, we can so summarize the poker one with it. Yeah. was It was nine hours long. And it was bad. Yeah. Anyway, uh. Look at how they trade Woken Matt Hardy, where it's like, he comes in, they kind of neuter him completely. Like, he doesn't have Vanguard 1. Um, when he was in the Manhattan Center, my first thought is, this is a small enough venue. They can use Vanguard 1. Then they can yeah. have the drones, they can have this whole fun thing. But the, And I'm not going to try and defend, but they, we also don't know what they are and aren't allowed to use from that character, because it was a settlement. That's oh, why it, was gi- it was, yeah, that's true. I heard so, it was, like, given by Impact just for, like, good, basically good nature, but... But not necessarily because then Anthem had a whole problem with it. Because the other thing is, is Jeremy Borash is still involved in Impact, I believe. He is, yes. And he is the co-writer on all of it. And also is the guy that has Impact 1 in his house. Vanguard 1. Vanguard 1, pardon me. What's Impact 1? <laughs> Impact 1. Oh, it's Jeff Jarrett's car. <laughs> <laughs> I ran over your ex-wife. No, but, uh, and then they don't have the same attachment to those characters. So it's like, I could see it if it was male, if it was a, a male version, like if, if not Lesnar, but like... I don't know, someone else from the USC came in at number 30 and they were going to come into wrestling, but Roman Reigns was in the ring instead of Asuka. Roman Reigns would throw that person out, but they don't have that same attachment, so they'll actually 
to make Ronda like Rousey have the most impact, she has to like throw Asuka out. She has to be the first person. Oh, she's to gonna have to come in and throw a couple people out. Yeah, I, I think, and I think, it, I, I think, think somebody else she's gonna throw out is, is well, I think she's gonna have help too when she gets okay. in there because oh yeah, because uh, Shayna Baszler, because Shayna Baszler will be in there, and her and Shayna Baszler will team up, and then eventually somebody will bump out Shayna Baszler, and it'll be Ronda, and you know, in, in the end, it's gonna be Ronda and Charlotte having this. The tat to tat at the very end. I I see what okay. you're saying. She, so she's I, going to throw I, out, you know, yeah. I somewhat disagree. I think they're going to literally just build her the way they built Brock Lesnar. She's going to come in. She's going to be like a female Brock. And, yeah. and murder so it. And that's the way you want to do it. Also, to Dylan's point, the difference is as a wrestling fan, Ronda has been very vocal of I like wrestling, wrestling's cool, all that sort of stuff. And also, wrestling really appeals to dudes with back knee in their basement. And Rhonda is like, she's the cool girl who hangs out with the jocks, but she also pops around to talk about comic books. So, like, every <laughs> wrestling fan is like, she could be my girlfriend, and I like that. <laughs> she so, makes me feel safe with her arms. Yeah. She dated Turtle on Entourage, and I'm Turtle of my Entourage. <laughs> did she actually date Turtle? No, it was in the on movie. the show? She it was did. in the movie. I never saw the movie. In the movie. Yeah, in the movie, she was Turtle's love interest. I only, I only go with canon Entourage. The movie's not canon. What? Yeah, 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 I'm part of a subreddit. It's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Who is So, it? the Bray Wyatt, uh, Woke and Matt Hardy match happened. They buried, like, it was fairly quick, uh, which is how I like most of my Bray Wyatt matches. Uh, I love God, that they fucked that. I love that yeah, Jeff, Jeff Ross calls him Slob Zombie, uh, <laughs> which I thought was a great name. Jeff Ross was there. Jeff no, Ross. Jeff Ross on the on the WWE website. Oh, uh, roast roast uh, like all the wrestling villains like one after another. Yeah, yeah. And for for Bray Wyatt, he says Slob Zombie. That's Very so good. funny. Huh? And uh, yeah, so so that match was fairly quick. Bray Wyatt goes over. Why? You know why the fuck? Because there's, I mean, I. If I you say like, wins and losses don't matter, I'm slapping you in the face. Well, of my pro- dick. probably <laughs> part of the reason was because Brother Nero was playing poker. That's the, <laughs> yeah, the yeah, yeah, thing. That's how you bring him back from injuries. Oh, there's Matt Hardy. I or Jeff Hardy. I fucking hate well. That's wrestling. what they do. Well, that's what they do. Like uh, from the beginning, you could see like the Vince just doesn't see Matt Hardy as being a star. Any in impact, they made the whole promotion about him. He did a, such a good job with the broken Matt Hardy character. Keep in mind this character. By the way, this is something he started with that Edge Lita Matt Hardy thing. Yeah. Do you remember whether he was doing YouTube vlogs where he was yes. like, yeah, he would like eat an orange with the peel on and all that shit. This was a character he came up with and pitched to Vince. Vince was like, that's fucking stupid. That'll never work. Years later, of course, he does the whole thing in Impact. It literally revitalizes Impact to the point where they can sell the, the fucking, fucking company. company. Well, I've always liked Matt Hardy because unlike Jeff, who is just, uh, you know, a pill popping uh, adrenaline junkie. Yeah. Uh, I always looked at Matt as the wrestler of the two exactly. and the brains Absolutely. of the two. And he always was good at recreating himself even after the Hardy split up. Mm. And yeah, he, yeah. version 1.0. Yeah. You know, and He's they were great. all great. He had his two guys behind him, like, like, like Edge. Yeah, like yeah. all the things that he did were all great. And then he goes and recreates himself and all of a sudden becomes so popular within wrestling the entire not, thing. But not only within wrestling, within other things of when I was in the Edinburgh Festival two years ago, whenever they did Final Deletion in the first round, a bunch of comedians were like, we've been seeing something on the internet called like the delete or something. What is that? And like, cause it was so weird that it was bringing in a mainstream audience to be like, what is this? Yeah. Cause it was game? like exactly, yeah. exactly what impact needed where it was like, it was a new thing. And it made it just like wrestling is fun. And that's what wrestling is, is always like when it works, it's just this dumb, fun thing. Yeah. Yeah. And like you have a three hour goddamn show. Why can't like 15 minutes of it be like a dumb Matt Hardy sketch? Like have you ever seen the one where they where the Hardys train to fight the wolves in TNA and (laughs) they they just go to like a kangaroo farm and fight kangaroos? It's the best thing ever. It's great. I mean, you can't do that in WWE because it's like a global platform. But, like, he can just do dumb things. Yeah. And, and Bray Wyatt's done. Why not have him be, like, the, de- like, I don't know. Like but that's the, the other thing. The is, and this is the problem with Vince McMahon is he's so goddamn predictable. He's like, well, I didn't come up with that, so we can't win. It's like, yeah, exactly. you fucking prick. You're a publicly traded company. That is going to be a, you're going to be able to sell them. For no other reason that his merchandise will say delete on it. People will buy that shirt that yeah, aren't wrestling fans. Yeah. You dumb fuck. Let him do the next phase of it. And the thing is, he could take over Impact because it was an hour long. 
Dude, that's a third. I know, I'm not saying give him an hour, but I'm saying like, yeah, 15 minutes. Give him but that. Again, and I, see, and it'll be a different thing other than like match, headlock, commercial. Come back. Someone's coming off the ropes. Clothesline. They're down. Yeah. Don't worry. Down, Our truth will be right commercial, out. commercial. And then finish it, 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 is, it is pretty crazy. And uh, I wish they would use him better because, like, you know, finally they got the rights to Woken Matt Hardy. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, here we go. As in WWE is ruining it, just like they did with the NWO and everything else that they don't create. They just, like, it's not how it went. That's not, like, the only thing that they they fixed everything they did wrong with Goldberg, they finally fixed. Yet yeah, Goldberg true. was not there last night. Yeah, true. And he's you going know, in the Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame. I, I completely agree. Is that's another way, and it's also changing up the pace of the show. Like, oh my God, was everything kind of dragging and under? Like, put some matches in the ring. Also, showcase everything. NXT should have had a match. Cruiserweight should have had a match. Make them five minutes. We couldn't even talk. Was, we couldn't even yeah. talk about cruiserweights because Enzo's suspended due to sexual harassment. But then, just but then, but you don't need to worry about it. Be like uh, the title. Yeah, title has been vacated. Oh, that was that was by the way. Uh, they did have uh, cruiserweight matches. They were just during the commercials at the Manhattan Center because they were worried about that crowd going. Like they were like, oh, they're not getting enough matches, so they just had. I think they had a uh, Hideo Tommy and someone else went to a no contest in three minutes, and the crowd was just like, "Fuck you!" Like, That's again, so it's horrible. also you. You so should bad. know. That, the lack of product knowledge for a billion dollar company. If you're going in the Manhattan Center, those are going to be your hardcore fans. Yeah. Give them something special. You know what I mean? Goldberg coming out and like all the sort of in ring stuff that's like hokey and ridiculous. A, cut it down, but B, that's where you kind of put the fans and do a little match. We'll get to the. Yeah. Well, someone said something this cool, which was like, do the final segment at the Manhattan Center. Like, have Braun Strowman just kill a bunch of people in the Manhattan Center because, like, yeah. It just makes it'll make Strowman look so big and cool. Sorry, what's the next segment? No, no, no. Also, um, the idea they didn't have anyone go from one building to the other really bugged me because that's so easy and a nice like surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see them both, yeah. which is Undertaker at Manhattan Center. Yeah. In the last segment, he co- or he costs Roman Reigns the title as a little fucking don't think I fucking forgot mm. stuff like that, which is people that are looking who's going, oh, why is the Undertaker fucking getting that guy? And someone goes, oh, he beat him at WrestleMania. Undertaker still wrestling? How do I watch that? WWE Network, yeah, 999. Yeah. I have a fucking theater degree. Why am I able to fucking figure this out? <laughs> now, uh, next we have Raw Tag Team Champion Seth Rollins, Jason, jo- uh, Jason Jordan. Before that, they brought out all the women. Uh, the Bellas, Trish Stratus, uh, Michelle McCool, Kelly Kelly. Yeah. Uh, Tori Wilson. Hello. Yeah. Um, you had me at who, Kelly who, Kelly. Else did they, who else did they bring out? Uh, I can't Jacqueline. Remember. Oh, Jacqueline. Yes. Oh, my God. I remember seeing her boobs on a pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, loaded in 1998. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember who else they brought out to. Trish Stratus was the last one they brought out. She looks fantastic. She's rocking her own Trish Stratus t-shirt. Yep. It, it was that was it was nice to see all the women okay. come out and they're like that's all the time we but have for the women. It's just so funny that they're Casey. like these women's pioneers. The first two with the tits. Yeah. The second one who got spanked by an old man on Kelly Kelly there's this fucking crazy ass- video. I, I tagged John on it. There's this creepy ass video where it's like, it's an ECW show when it was WWE CW. Tommy Dreamer gets cut, and then Kelly Kelly's in the ring, and mm-hmm. then he like acts like, "Oh, I need help." Oh, um, it is just too legit. <laughs> everyone, everyone who's listening is gonna get a fucking chill. He just goes, "Oh, I need help," and she's like, "Oh, I'll help you." And then what he does is he grabs her. Uh, acts like he's gonna kiss her, puts her over his knee, wipe, takes the blood from his forehead, wipes it, and smacks her in the ass while the crowd is going fucking nuts like Stone Cold just stunned McMahon oh, in, 90s, in 99. My girlfriend of the greatest criticism which was, <laughs> was like, why aren't worst. more people leaving? Why aren't more people helping? <laughs> that is that is so true and so Yeah, horrible. but like, that's the thing. These women's pioneers, like, they have, to, they have to say, like, oh, here's women's pioneers, but you can't re- reference specific instances of, like, yeah. You know, like Jacqueline, you could say yes, because she came in apparently because they were like, oh, we uh, we just hired a bunch of softcore. Nice. Uh, we we just hired a bunch of people who were in softcore porn. We need a wrestler. And then she apparently couldn't wrestle. There's a weird story where like she couldn't wrestle the cat because 
they had to give the title like when Harvey Whippleman won the world title yes. it's because they were worried about putting her Jacqueline in the ring with the cat because she hated the cat so much they thought she was just going to beat oh my god her. okay I thought you were talking about Ernest Miller I'm like she could fight Ernest Miller <laughs> but you're talking about yeah, Jerry yeah. Lawler's cat she was going to murder yeah. Ernest Miller yeah <laughs> she was just going to go to Nitro well, one a, woman invasion he is a bad bad man he was very bad James but, yeah, Brown personal friend it just, of mine. it sucks when you like if you know like if you don't watch didn't watch wrestling in that era seeing them as pioneers you're like oh cool let's look some of it up and then I guaranteed some 13 year olds looking up what happened they're like oh my god don't yeah. do that to that nice lady we also got um john cena and it confronted elias uh, before we got uh, to the it elias was not thing, great before we got to the elias segment we got Elias backstage. Oh, yeah. And uh, with with uh, last week, we were wondering if Chris Jericho was going to show up on Raw 25. We knew he was. But I, we had, the argument we had was, will he show up as the alpha Chris Jericho wearing his alpha his alpha shirt? Yeah. And sure enough, he was there wearing his alpha shirt like he wore in New Japan. He's with his scarves. This is a great little segment. Probably one of the better segments of the night. Yeah. Probably because they just said, Chris, just do your thing. Um, I don't know what they did, but basically Chris Jericho just came in and pointed out that Elias is wearing a lot of scarfs, <laughs> yeah. which is Chris's thing. Yeah, yeah. And he's like about to play a song. He's like, let me teach you how to play the song. He, he, Chris Jericho pulls out his own song or guitar because he's a rock star. Uh, he is the Ayatollah of rock and roll. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, he puts Elias on the list. Which uh, got a huge pop. The list show we knew Jericho was showing up. We did not know the list was showing up as well, which is fantastic that the list is back. He's only been gone, maybe not even six months now, and it's like we and already need so... save us Y two J. We already need you to save us. It's like, always weird with Jericho, where it's like he comes back on Raw, and everyone's like, "Oh, Jericho's back," and then three weeks later, everyone's like, oh, "Fuck this guy, go away, please." <laughs> <laughs> but um, I really like that. Say, I really liked how he was like, "Hey, Jericho went, can I use your guitar?" And Elias went. No, <laughs> it was like, oh man, I think Elias might be the best thing on TV. Right I think now. Elias, looks like, I think he looks like a lot like I, NWO Randy Savage. Yes, he does. Yeah, he uh, has he Savage's looks eyes. Like, he kind of looks like Jason Manzuk as his older brother. He How looks like Bonesaw. Yeah, he looks. He's good, and he's great. And and the segment with him and Cena was great. Like, I love do it. you think that Vince thinks Elias is Baron Corbin? <laughs> I do. I, 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 Vince, I honestly do believe that he like that Vince is convinced. He probably thinks he's the honky tonk man's kid or something. Yeah, like he it's this weird thing where it's like cause Elias is basically getting that's the segment I assumed Baron Corbin would have gotten. Baron Corbin, I cannot stand because number one I don't even think he put, he's put not him. a real Corbin. He's not in my family. Yeah, 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 I know not. that for a fact. I am a real Corbin. <laughs> Plus, um, if you're if you got Casey and your brother got Baron, you'd be like, "Yeah, I fucking hate you, mom and dad. Yeah. Why not Corporal Corbin? I know. Yeah, yeah. why not Corporal Corbin? Corporal Corbin, <laughs> Sergeant Corbin. Yeah, I was about to say the Sarge. <laughs> yeah, of, course, of course, John Cena comes out immediately to the cheers. Everybody loves the cheer for John Cena when they saw when. And then the minute he starts talking, uh, the smarks, the adults start to boo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you're all fucking losers. You have no family. This guy. He does nothing but have good match after good match yeah. after good match, and you know it's like even with the worst talent, and he's and he's you know he's a guy who does not need to be there anymore, but is there because they need him. Yet they still you know they cheer whenever he does his cheerleader things because that's what the sheep do. But the minute that he you know boo, they go back to boo, it's like just stick no, to booing Roman. I would actually say it's part of the entrance in the same way that even when Kurt Angle is a babyface, you still do the you so. Now let's say let's say during the the, the peep show they brought out Jason Jordan and yes. they were doing the you suck and I was hoping Christian would at least pull out his kazoo when they were talking about the you suck and do the yeah. opportunity missed. It's weird that they didn't have Edge on. Edge there. couldn't make it. They announced that oh. Ed, it was supposed to be Edge and Christian hosting okay. something. And then so Christian, yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird one. Yeah, it, it, the whole show felt weirdly like cobbled. Oh, yeah. we got Marlena, but we didn't get Gold Dust. I completely agree, and it's also like weird. Like, yeah, it was just not. Yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> well, the uh, all right. Well, is this it the wasn't next a good one? show, was and it wasn't a good nostalgia trip. Heath Slater and Rhino versus Titus Worldwide. No, but we missed the. Did we miss the Peep Show? Or is the Peep Show coming up? The Peep Show we we sort of passed. Uh, Jason, uh, Seth Rollins, and Jason Jordan appeared on the Peep Show. That yeah, was they, they went on the Peep Show. Uh, oh, I just want to talk about uh, Jason Jordan. Uh, they're going to turn him heel, and that's great. He's and the great thing is that he's playing. 
almost the exact character that Kurt Angle played. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where he's just playing like super, super like, uh, why are you booing me? I don't understand. It's great. I, I like, and they needed to turn that guy heel so badly. And I'm glad that this is the one instance where they've got a guy who they've pegged as like, this guy's the future. And they're letting him be a heel for a bit. Just Oddly so enough, legs as a performer in the pictures from the Manhattan center last night, at the end of the night, uh, Seth Rollins was out in the ring with DX and the click and yeah. the Baylor club. And Seth Rollins was a guy who was at uh, the Barclays Center. So he crossed over and did both. Why not? Yeah, he did it. He crossed over, but not on TV. But not on TV. And John, that was a great, that's a very obvious thing where I I figured for sure they're going to do swaps. And they'll swap back and forth because the people in Manhattan Center, I would love to know how much Mark Andrade paid for that ticket. Because it it couldn't have been cheap, man. It could have been been a a gift from Renee Young. We don't know. Because Renee Young used to be hanging out at the comedy bar, Second City. I'm sure she knows Mark from back in the day. Yeah, true. So uh, we never know how he got that ticket, but I will get him on this show and we will find <laughs> and out. And we'll drill him and for we will an drill. hour. Actually, I have Bob Kerr coming up, so I'm like, Bob, get me Mark's. You know, it's not hard. <laughs> Just go to the comedy bar and ask him, how did you get the fucking Do ticket? Do you all Mark's number? I think I have <laughs> No, Mark's we all have Mark's number. <laughs> we all can call Mark right we now. All, we yeah. all, we're let's, super <laughs> cool. Why don't we call Mark right now and fucking answer this fucking question? We don't because we don't do phone calls on this. We do it live. We are yeah. a live show. There's prestige like Bill to O'Reilly. Show. Well, this is not live. This will be on Thursday. This is like Bill O'Reilly. It is yeah. nothing like Bill O'Reilly. This is a lot like Bill remember, O'Reilly is what Casey told you. <laughs> remember when Bill O'Reilly was on Inside Edition and he yelled, let's do it live? Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's the best YouTube clip of all time. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Do it live. We're doing so, it live. So um, DX comes out. Let's get to the Manhattan, the DX uh, segment. Oh, yeah. Oh, how baby. great was this? This is what everybody was hoping for. More glow sticks. Yeah. Oh, man. More glow sticks. These weird uncles you, are going to tell you to suck their dick. Yeah, Hunter you was also like. also know that everyone in that building was given glow sticks, and yeah. very few of them went up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw half the audience drinking the glow sticks. Uh, <laughs> like they were Tide Pods. They were cracking them and like, what does, what does this do? Yeah. I need to change myself. If it, it don't get me fucked up, I don't give no fucks. <laughs> Of course, it was the most watered-down DX ever. I do love how Shawn Michaels pointed out, I used to be the leader of this, and now you're the leader of everything, and this sucks. Like, that kind of thing. Like... You know, remember when we did the salamis? Remember when we did the, 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 nope, nope, nope. And it was nice that Hunter actually mentioned China. Gave her a shout out. Yeah, it was nice because it's about fucking time. And, and and of course, uh, Jim Ross is like, DX and that faction. I bet you the whole faction DX will be going into the Hall of Fame this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how they get to induct China and X-Pac without actually doing the whole thing. Doing the whole thing. I think they could do... I mean, they'll probably put uh, X-Pac in, and they probably do. They can't put X-Pac in without putting China in because X-Pac's guilty of the same fucking crimes that's keeping China. I guarantee out. that they don't care because yeah, the actual crime because it's that, a man. that, that <laughs> like, China is guilty of sure. is being Triple H's ex-girlfriend that he cheated on with his now wife. Yeah, like, yes. He he can yell porn all he wants, and I was to be like, when I say noted anti-Semite. Meanwhile, meanwhile, while he yells, while he yells porn, <laughs> every time you go to Pornhub, there's a new page video. Up. And uh, and 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 Sunny uh, does a porn while she wears her WWE Hall of Fame ring. She doesn't have that ring anymore. She sold it on eBay. Of course she really? did. Yeah. Nice. Sad. Sad. Very sad. Not yeah. selling your ring on eBay. Just I can't wait when Francine goes in and she brings a John to the Hall of Fame to induct her. <laughs> uh, honestly, I just paid six grand for this. So hi, mom. And then yeah. Francine comes out. That'd I can't. Amazing. I can't wait when Don Marie comes in and they have to show Al Wilson in the vignettes. <laughs> <laughs> no, Al Wilson was not there with Tori Wilson last night, which was very. Oh upsetting. man! Al, if they had no Vicky, Wilson, no Vicky Guerrero either. The show. Very upsetting. Yeah, that's actually. Yeah, that is they brought true. up the G, well, technically smacked. Oh no, she well, was a Raji. Raji M. Yeah, because they did. That's the other thing we. I Teddy guess, Long did do a play where he comes out dancing. That was great. That yeah, was, good. was great. Again, oh. Teddy Long fucking highlight. Also, with the amount of tag, again, give them all an opportunity. Have for a second. Uh, Again, you can't mention it because they're both dead. Three-minute warning. But have Eric Bischoff do one of the things Eric Bischoff would do. Have fucking Teddy Long make a tag match. Yeah, true. Have William Regal literally kiss Vince McMahon's asshole. (laughs) Why do we need another boogeyman? Like, why does Vince keep using the boogeyman? 
The boogeyman. Because I don't know. Vince he thinks thi- it's funny. Vince McMahon. That's what Vince McMahon thinks black people are doing when he's not watching. <laughs> oh my lord! <laughs> I guarantee Vince McMahon is just like he's the only honest one. Shane wrestle re- <laughs> wrestle review with John Hastings. <laughs> oh, if you. Th- by the way, we are being quite tame. That, that, <laughs> that show is a madhouse. Got a bit of locker room talk. If you know oh, what I mean? I wouldn't um, say it's a locker room talk. It's just flagrantly rude. <laughs> yeah, it's outside a bar that looks closed. Talk. So. <laughs> After a long, after a long, like Sean's like, can't get into the old, Sean's complaining because yeah. he can't get into the old DX Wearing Sean. a headband, by the and way. And it's like, and it's like, just swallow a handful of pills and go back yeah. to being Shawn Michaels that we all love. <laughs> yeah, Casey, buddy. did you, like, Shawn Michaels looks rough. Yes. He was winded in the ring and his, one of his eyes looks like it's dying. Yeah, he's got the laziest eye of all time. Yeah, yeah, his eye, his eye gets up. One eye gets up in the morning. The other one wakes up at noon. Yeah, he calls his one of his eyes Dylan Gott, the lazy one. <laughs> <laughs> no, he calls it uh, Ilya oh, Sampson because yeah. it's a drifter. You can use that. <laughs> that was really good. Can we uh, break this all this equipment now because it's peaked? <laughs> no, we're almost done. <laughs> no, no don't, don't. so Luke Gallows uh, and Carl Anderson, the Baylor Club. This they was- they and they bring in Finn Balor, which is kind of like the guys that are licensed to use Too Sweet now. Yeah, yeah. This is a whole knock at the Young Bucks and the Elite. Yeah. This it's whole great. segment. I gotta tell you, I'm I'm fine with it because this is this is good old fashioned like. Oh, you think you're good? No, we're good. Wrestling stuff that I like. Also, it's their second attempt to try and just be the Bullet Club, and it's just not working. Just give the young one. bucks what they want. And, and I hate what the, and I hate the crowds doing the young bucks. Like the the too sweet boop boop. That's Young Bucks and Marty Skrulls boop whoop. Like yeah. fuck off. Don't yeah. bring that to the WWE. Save that for the Young Bucks. Yeah. Like don't bring it into the WWE. They can't do the too sweet now. They have to do the one sweet. They have to do one sweets, but one sweets are better because it's just one finger. It's, it's much easier. I love it. I, I once sweeted Matt Hardy in uh, in PW. I went to a PWG card uh, last oh, year. Oh man, that's awesome. I went man. to the I went to Reseda. And I was second row on the camera side for the second night of the All-Star. Uh, so when it comes out on DVD, watch me because I'm in a lot of the clips. <laughs> and man, when those guys come flying over that rope, you have to grab your seat and get the fuck That's out. That's fucking awesome, it's, It was the best thing ever. And uh, <laughs> Young Bucks fought uh, in the second match. But uh, the best match that night was um, the main event. Uh, Chucky Taylor versus um, Ricochet. Oh man! I'm- and uh, it was in a double. It, it had a double finish. They stood. They Ricochet won the title. They stopped the match, restarted the match, and then he won the title again. And it's like hey, he won the title twice in one night. That's fucking awesome. And, it's also, and, it's going to be interesting what they do with Ricochet now that he's. In- and he also told Meltzer, "Don't believe what this guy says," and pointed him out and said, "Because he doesn't know fucking shit. I'm not going That's anywhere." Amazing. And every because everybody thought Ricochet was going to lose it. Like obviously, Ricochet is just here to. You know, drop, drop the, the title, title to man. Chuck T or Chuck T had the title at the time. Yeah. Chuck T, Chuck Taylor. I love that guy. I was watching Ring of Honor on Saturday night uh, when I got home from my gig and uh, him and Trent Beretta okay. were on, uh, were against the Young Bucks and um, I can't remember the third tag team. Rapunky Vice? No, it wasn't Rapunky Vice. But, but anyways, wrong me story short, was it me and uh, Chucky e. T and Trent are on the, on the, are on the uh, apron and the streamers are flying and a streamer hits Chuck T right in the, right in the face <laughs> yeah. and he dropped to the canvas. Oh, I saw that. And then he got up and he post. sold the streamer so hit funny. like it was like, uh, he got hit with a rock. He's fucking great. He's, he was even, he's even they're best friends. That's their, their tag team. Best friends. That's and so uh, funny, Trent, man. They're great. But Reece, the Young Bucks. Chuck, Chuck Taylor is a guy who will be he'll be in uh, the Fed in a couple of years. <laughs> for the reference, been around for a long time. Ricochet is in the Fed now. He's going. He is. He's yeah, signed. He's yeah, he's in developmental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sign him. War Machine and Candice. So, Red. so a yeah. lot of those uh, great Ricochet moves that you've seen in PWG. Say goodbye. Uh, uh, pretty much. Yeah. I kind yeah. of disagree. I think it's one of those things where if they if they can learn from the mistakes they've made with someone like Nakamura and Bobby Roode, they could go into a new era. Because basically, what they have to do if not they're going to be in a situation that they were with wcw which was it's a different product that's fresher it's more interesting it's more tied together and they will lose that core nerd internet crowd and they will also drag along a lot of teenagers people are wearing bullet club gear that don't know what wrestling is and a portion of them will look it up and go there and if the fed isn't smart they're going to lose it like what to so, uh, roh yeah they're going to lose to roh in new japan they're going to get <laughs> at a certain point they're going to get a few literally made casey vomit yeah with how stupid that was no it was very smart. casey o'reilly take. is vomiting i did a spit take yeah now I, casey's standing i'm not up. saying that this is going to happen next year but i'm saying in the next five years of your 
you're not careful, I agree. they can get enough money behind them. They're fucking done. The the main thing that's holding know, back baby. New Japan is that America is a bit weird about things that don't say America in the title. If it was called <laughs> like the American Wrestling Time, they would be so much. No one knows off. though, man. No one knows because the thought the thought is legit. Is the uh, they might with the American title, they might have a American division and a Japanese division, and then once a year they do a big Super Bowl type card, which would be fucking. Great. I will yeah. tell you this, War of the Worlds, if you have a chance to go see the War of the Worlds tour, I went last year. Uh, I'm already That's ROH in New Japan. ROH in New Japan. Yeah. I'm booked this year. It comes to Toronto May 11th. It's on a Friday night. I cannot go. I'm very upset because it is well, last and, year well, it was one of the best cards because I'm, I'm a comedian and I book I'm already and booked super killing and yeah, uh, kill you know there's I, like I miss a lot of wrestling shows because of my career <laughs> you know like even this weekend oh I was sick but I missed uh, smash destiny and alpha one all on Sunday which were great and destiny wrestling had for the first time they had uh, TNA or impact Austin Aries versus Pete Dunn uh, the WWE uh, That's British the last champion. time you're going to see Pete Dunn from looks like because he's going in the rums. Where? Looks like Pete Dunn's coming in the rum rum tum tatty tum. Well, what uh, two things happen at this card? I guess Pete Dunn beat Austin Aries and won the Destiny title. Okay. And also in the opening match, I guess there was a battle royal. James Ellsworth showed up and won the battle royal yeah. so he won him a money in the bank type shot a, a yeah. bad title shot at, at his own cashing in so finally he's got his own money in the bank he cashed in that night on pete dunn after he beat austin aries and uh, pete dune just like destroyed him very quickly <laughs> yeah very quickly yeah beat him and up. uh and apparently it was amazing it was amazing an amazing card and i wish i missed i wish i didn't miss it luke gallows carl anderson versus revival revival i'm glad they've they were on the shelf for so long so they could come back and be squashed at raw 25 they yeah. need to get a better entrance song it sucks yeah it just sounded like i was like oh no it's just another team that can't make that jump from from nxt to but they uh, can. it's again it's just, of course got, they can you gotta heighten it a little bit they're fucking great and it's a cool old school throwback you just gotta make them fucking bullies and the way they did that in that match isn't the way to do it which is what three minutes and then you get squashed revival comes out first before the balor club and whoever isn't the least broken billy gunn sean waldman guess what you're taking a fucking bump yeah true yeah and then you hit the fucking balor club music and they come out for the save not a match they come out for a save that's what they should have done but no we need to have fucking the x factor on billy fucking mutton chops or whatever yeah they've done that for so many segments yeah. though the old guys getting all their stuff in but well, the thing i'm concerned about is what happened to the it, attitude era time of oh what's that um uh, mad dog Vashon, you only have one leg well jerry the king lawler is gonna take it off and beat you <laughs> up with it no kevin nash and no kevin nash last night either yeah, i didn't no get him kevin to play because his legs are oh. fucking toothpicks but that's uh, the, the one concerning thing i just want to say is that the revival are losing to gallows and anderson who have been the resident jobbers on raw for like a year now yeah so now you're not even having them job out to people who are like tag champs you're having them job out to other jobbers but the great thing is on the bottom is anderson and uh and and gallows have always wanted to be the dx type team yeah they finally got the approval of dx now they can go on making all those horrible ball jokes <laughs> um we're in the last segment and we're not even going to have time to get to the Rumble. I'll just ask you for your predictions on the Rumble uh, after this. But uh, last segment here, Universal Champion Brock and Braun and Kane. Ugh. They all brawled and everybody was in the ring for it. I thought it was it, it was set it up, I thought they were going to set it up for a lumberjack match. That's what it looks like it was happening. Yeah. But uh, no, it was just a, a just a big schmoz. Everybody's bodies everywhere. I hate that Braun is is over more than anyone. I love it when Brock Lesnar sells. I love it yeah, when he's. he's I love it when he's defeatable, where he shows that he's vulnerable. I'm I'm a huge Brock Lesnar fan. And, I agree. Uh, I'm not a huge Paul Heyman fan. It's been four years since you've been cutting that same promo. Please fucking update it. If yeah. you say my client one more time, I'm breaking my television. Well, well you know what would have been, you know what been great if 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 Brock would have came out, but before he would have came out, if he would have heard. <laughs> <laughs> and then have Sable come out yeah, and be like, again, like, never, <laughs> never. Yeah, they're never going to have Sable back no. in, mostly because they don't want people to Google it, and not even the stuff where she uh, sued them for reals, but the times where they, after that, brought her back in. and Just was, to sexually harass her. Just to sexually her harass her. Good God in heaven. Um, I did not enjoy this segment at all. I like that Braun Strowman went over heavy. I felt it was in 
essence a letdown. I didn't feel like having the legends out there provided any sort of elevation. It was just sort of like, see these fucking guys? Now this dude in shitty pants is going to beat up one guy in canes there too. Like, it's just... (laughs) It was just another illustration of what I'm really getting frustrated with with wrestling. And it's also one of those things where if it's a nostalgia show, put Kane in the old outfit. Yes. You know, stuff like that. Like, little touches like that I think would have really improved it. That said, I love that Braun was the guy at the end, like, held tall. That's a match I'm somewhat excited for at Royal Rumble. Yeah, I think it's cool what they do with Braun, which is, like, it sounds, this going to sound weird, but, like, it's kind of recognizing that more people are able to watch TV just cause, purely because it's free. So, by having Braun lose on every pay-per-view, I think, because when I was a kid, I didn't buy the pay-per-views, but I would just watch the TV. Mm-hmm. So, the guy who stood tall... To me, was the guy who won. 100%. So, yep, just by having Braun stand tall and never be, like, fallible, essentially, in uh, any of these shows, it's just like, yeah, he can lose He can lose to Lesnar. Absolutely but, great point. Uh, yeah. And but, it's yeah. A, it's the Ric Flair move. It's great. Which yeah. is, the Four Horsemen have one of the worst win-loss records of any wrestling group ever. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't know it based on the fact that they're like, Whoo, ah, ah, ah. No, because, well, the Four Horsemen's... The, the, the job of the Four Horsemen was... To keep the title on Ric Flair. Yeah. That was the essential idea of the three horsemen around Ric Flair. And to keep the title on the main guy. Amazing matches that always ended in DQ and the way the wrestling was structured. It wasn't that noticeable. Uh, this segment, again, I think illustrated what was totally wrong with this show, which was it was this odd combination of they didn't seem to have made the decision of whether or not we are using this as a way to elevate our current stars or we're going to just have an SNL 40th anniversary style. Remember this. Remember that. Remember yeah. that. In my personal opinion, what they should have done is use an opportunity to elevate everyone else, put people that match up together, put, you know, Kevin Owens and Steve Austin in the ring together. Kevin Owens talks about how he's the fucking man now. He's the rebel. The yep movement's taking it on. But that's the problem is it was raw. Like then that's, then you're just bringing Smackdown Smackdown. 20 is next year. Apparently. Is it? Yeah. Apparently that's what I've heard. Smackdown and then we'll just have the rock in it. Well, Smackdown 20 will be will 20, be 20 years. years for Smackdown next year. That's Good crazy. God. So if they're going to do it, they might as well do it the same week. Same week. Yeah. Next do it, year. Do it so Smackdown gets way, their special. Yeah, do, and you yeah know. do it the exact same way. Well, they have DS King Booker come out. Yeah. That one, you could legit have Al Wilson. Very, 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 moments, so. very little, oh, uh, very little man. Bret Hart references last night, too. To anything. They had a couple punk screenshots. That a couple, was crazy. Like, exa- well, that's because they want punk back. <laughs> they want Punk back now? Of course they, yeah, they do. do. He's going to fight in the UFC apparently again. That's is he? madness. Well, maybe he needs another good butt whooping to realize that uh, he should go back into wrestling. He's not going to go back into wrestling. He's not, of course, he's, 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 he's happy. He's happy. He's, he's super spiteful and weird. Here's the weird thing about, like, I know we're getting sidetracked now, and it's probably going over the episode, so I do apologize. But, like, that's all right. I in the apologize. grace of cm punk being out of wrestling you look back at who cm punk is and you totally see why was he one of the best wrestlers there of course he's such a good wrestler he's so good on the mic that aside yes i could see just like you're a comedian we're all comedians we work with people who are uh, talented as hell but just utter pieces of shit yeah. oh yeah so <laughs> i think he's one of those dudes i just think he's super annoying to work with and like um and triple h is probably like also a bit of a piece of shit but not like as bad yeah i'm kinda, siding with the machine i suppose but i i totally agree which is one of those things where triple h is probably a piece of shit but triple h's point is i am the boss so you kind of have yeah. to listen and meet me you don't even meet me halfway but meet me three quarters of the way or fucking a quarter of the way, not three quarters. No, you have to bow down to the king. That's what the song says. Yeah. <laughs> my fucking theme song. That one, that, the King of Kings theme song might be worse than the revival. Bow theme down song. to the. Bow down. That's what I. When I saw Lemmy at the Rainbow, not like in person, yeah, but yeah, the yeah. statue, that's what's going through my head is his all the Hunter songs. <laughs> yeah. Evolution. We're, we're at the WrestleMania where he forgot not, his own song. Yeah, that game. was beautiful. The game. The game. game. It's a game. It's a game. game. We're going to be gaming you. <laughs> Oh, let's play a game. I've got Pachisi. Yeah, don't know. they pay me too much money, and I hit right. the mini bar. Let's um, wrap this up. Give me, uh, give me a winner for each rumble, Dylan. Each rumble, each Ron- rumble, the women's and the men's. Yolo. I'm gonna go Ronda Rousey, and I'm going to be a nice boy and be stupid and say Kevin Owens. 
Interesting. I'm going Tori Wilson for the men's Royal Rumble. Knew <laughs> 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 this. Uh, no, it's Ronda Rousey. Clearly Ronda Rousey. Or Charlotte. Or it could be. No, Charlotte's not in the Rumble. She's not in the Rumble at all. She's not in it. She's not in? No, she's already came out and said that the winner of the Rumble will face her at WrestleMania. Oh. So, so I'm. It could be. It could be Ronda, or if they wanted to go another way, Trish Stratus could easily go into the main event against Charlotte as well. But it wouldn't get the headlines that Ronda Rousey. It's, I don't. Then it's Trish definitely Trish. Ronda Rousey. It's Ronda, Ronda. I could see. I could see Trish. Uh, th- that would be actually really cool. Is if they did one Ronda Rousey and then Trish challenge for the other title. That I'd actually is not a bad idea That'd be at fun. all. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna say Ronda Rousey, and I'm gonna be a real pos. Let's go, Daniel Bryan. Oh, you're going to be that guy. I'm going to be that guy. That is interesting. He's third. He's in the Royal Rumble betting right now. Yeah, he's He's third. third. He's third. Really? Who's first? It's Roman. I think it goes Roman and then... um, I'm going to say John Cena is going to win the men's Rumble. Okay. And uh, really? and I say Ronda Rousey is going to win. Why yeah. John Cena? You want? Do you think they're going to go for that 18th time and get that title? That well, you never know. But I just I don't think they're going to have. Uh, I don't think they want the Roman booing that they got in Philadelphia years yeah. ago. Oh, and they and they, like they can fix this on the road to WrestleMania. I think it's going to be John Cena is going to win the Rumble. And they'll put him up against AJ. And then you'll put. They've had that match a million times, but that doesn't. Seem it doesn't bother. matter. Him and AJ at WrestleMania. Fantastic. I would watch that match. That'd be amazing. Naked. Yeah, and especially so, now that AJ is a face and he can win that match would be great yeah and uh no hulk hogan last night but aj with a good attempt at marking out at doing his hogan with mean gene oh, yeah, that's great. we totally didn't talk about this age or mean gene's hands looked awful oh, yeah. well mean, mean gene, gene looked dead yeah yeah he did he yeah he, mean gene is reached the point where it's like it's not about stopping drinking it's just like you should drink more so at least you don't feel all the pain <laughs> It, it, the, all right, here's the weird thing about Mean Gene. I don't even attribute that to age, and Mean Gene is, of course, an older guy. I attribute that to, like, someone just being like, Gene, just get near a vegetable. No, I'm not gay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to you being wrong. <laughs> if you'll pardon me, I'm at the crown room talking to Gordon Soli's skull I keep in my pocket. <laughs> Dylan, where can we find you online, and what's going on with you these days? Ooh, uh... Anything, anything upcoming? This airs this week, so this this week. Oh, cool! Well, uh, I'm headlining the Toronto Yuck Yucks January 31st through February 4th. If you don't want to watch the Super Bowl, don't just come, and I'll be laughing and watching the Super Bowl streaming it online on stage. Uh, Is that your plan? I mean, that would actually be funny if you brought a computer and streamed it online while you were doing. I your did show. that once with a with a UFC fight that I was like really wanted to watch, and I was like, I'm just gonna have this playing on the background while well, I don't care. Um, but yeah, that and uh, of course, if you like, if you liked uh, hearing me and John on here, we do a show called the Wrestler Review. What we do is every week we review a specific pro wrestler. Uh, this past week, this will be coming out this week, right? So who do we do? We did Miss Elizabeth this week, and yeah. the previous week was uh, Harvey, Harvey Whippleman, but we've done like CM Punk, Brock Lesnar. Cool. Uh, we did like a four-part episode of Hulk Hogan. We did a four-parter on Roddy Piper. So that keeps yeah. that all at Wrestler Review, uh, at Wrestler Review at Twitter and Instagram, and on Facebook, it's the Wrestler Review Podcast. John, where can we find you? What's going on? At the John Hastings. I'm going on tour in Australia for all of February, March, and April. Go to my website, thejohnhastingcomedy.com for tickets, or check me out on Twitter. And I have an album. It's called art available on itunes folks uh this is casey corbin uh you can find us you know where to find me all places casey corbin comedian casey corbin on the instagram casey corbin on all other social media formats uh of course talking wrestling at tnw pod on twitter uh talking wrestling podcast on instagram follow us there as well as uh talking wrestling on gmail.com hey uh, why don't you tweet at us and let us know uh what you thought of raw 25 we're curious to hear what you guys uh, thought of it and uh the rumble this week enjoy the rumble we'll be back next week with a brand new guest and uh, the winner of the ricky steamboat uh postcard draw if you've come this far go to one of our socials and let us know what we're doing and if we're doing it right or wrong also uh don't forget to leave us uh five stars and uh and a uh, review to get your own postcard sent to you in the mail thanks for letting us put a uh, headlock on your ears for the last little bit you guys have a great day enjoy the weekend enjoy the rumble uh, we are out of here thank you bye now you
Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Never Sleeps Network.